on the last episode of Dice Funk. My dad's in danger. We're going that way. Let's go now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You find some specific foliage, um, and so that you're like, oh yeah, I know where those grow. Try not to take this the wrong way, but you look like trash this oh. morning. You look great now. Oh. Are you feeling all right? When you touch a plant, you can communicate with it. Your mind is filled with blood-curdling screaming. So he threw a letter to his parents into a random spot of forest in the Feywild in the middle of his face step. There's a sudden and startling buzzing noise as you roll the body over and an enormous cloud of bees bursts out of the mouth, nose, eyes, and ears of this figure. This Kenku is cardinal colored and he looks like a total fucking badass. Dad, are you okay? You think it's gonna, a couple of tree men are gonna stop me? Gnomes? Dad, are you working for Glitter Gold? They needed somebody to escort them and, uh, you know, couldn't say no. People are starving. A humanoid figure made of twisted branches and with fingers made from sharpened splinters lumbers into the clearing. Does anybody have anything they want to get on record before we start this bad boy? Uh, that's a very important comment to make right now. Mm-hmm. Very pertinent, too. I know. So what even happened last time? <laughs> I mean, we were, we were walking through the forest. What was the last thing that happened again? All right. Last episode, actually, a lot happened. It might not have felt like it, mm-hmm. but um, Elias delivered a very important message to his parents in the Feywild. Oh. Kind of gentle escalation of danger from bear traps to vines to... These tree men, which I will briefly describe again in a moment, um, but the important thing was that you followed, well, disco- discovered by Elias, really, of this yellow foliage that really helped the group get to their destination immediately. I was expecting you guys to follow the trail of blood and then make survival checks to kind of, like, ranger your way through the forest, but, I mean, he nailed that check, a 20, right out the gate, and you guys knew exactly where to go and really didn't waver. I kind of threw a couple things at you to see if you'd go off your path, but you stuck to it. You found Sheriff... Special K. I'm stealing that joke from Sketch. You you found uh, Sheriff K in a glade of yellow flowers. Um, It's starting to rain. It's getting stormy. It's not enough to impair your vision, but enough to look cool. (laughs) How could you forget about mediocre Jeff and the bees? Exactly. Mediocre Jeff and the bees was a a session highlight, I'd have to say, given the response. Yeah, that was a... that was definitely something that I gave to you because you saw fit to go up in the trees and kind of scout stuff out. That was not directly on your path, but you you went the extra mile. I gave you that. You found a dead body whose origins are still mysterious, um, full of bees. But now Sheriff K and the party is in this glade of yellow sunflowers. It looks beautiful, gorgeous. It's starting to get dark. It's starting to rain. And as K explains to you that he's been fighting off what he called tree men, six more of them lumber into the clearing. They are bipedal humanoid figures made from bark and thorns and leaves they are just these plant golems plant abominations plant constructs you don't really know um don't take any of those things i just said as canon they're just like maybes 
Um, they're just plant dudes. Um, and they have thorns all over them, especially their arms, which are basically like big thorns mm-hmm. and which you basically put two and two together. And those are the things that killed one of the deputies and scratched a couple of you up on the way here. But now you guys are here. You're surrounded by them. If you see on roll 20, shit's looking dire. What are y'all going to do? I'm going to stop talking now. Vinny is going to immediately cast comprehend languages. All right. Burn in the spell slot. Yep. I got an extra one. All right. <laughs> so what are you, you going to play the comprehend languages song? Oh, God damn it. It's just <laughs> a lot of frogs croaking. It's like ribbit, 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 ribbit. All right. As a response, uh, th- three of the, no, two plant dudes. They reach over, use one of their arms to rip off their other arms, and then javelin those mofos at you. Damn it. So is this an initiative situation here, Mr. Yorsky? It looks like it's about to be. Uh, it's not irrevocably so. That was a hard word to say. Let's, let's roll these two attacks against Lavinia. You got uh, it's a six. That's definitely a miss. And a ten, also a miss. <laughs> the two splinters crash harmlessly to the sides. I'm going to say they probably were taken by the, the stormy wind. But um, that was their response to your magic. Okay, I'm just going to scream, stop. <laughs> Can you understand me? I do want to remind you that comprehend languages allows you to comprehend languages. It does not let them comprehend your languages. Oh, Oh, I thought it went both ways because it did with Ziggy. Nope, he cast it on himself and you cast it on yourself. Oh, that is not how you explained it to me. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, to be fair, the name of the spell is not speak languages, it's comprehend languages. True, but I was I was misled. Uh, I I would go back and listen to the scene, okay. but I'm sorry if you did not understand. It isn't yeah that spell which which works both ways, which Ziggy used in the first ep- scene of the first episode is called tongues. Yes, oh, tongues is the one that allows well. you to speak other languages. Right. Which none of you know in character, but that is what happened in the first episode. If anyone is curious. All right, Violet uh, turns to Vinny and says, um, "We need to make like a tree, man, and leave, man." We got to get out of here right now. Where do you want to go? That was Sheriff K, says to Violet. I don't know. The direction of not the bad guys. Well, we can't lead them back to the village. Do you want to go back in the direction of the Glitter Gold compound? Uh, What? uh, I'm not the leader. (laughs) I'm only the leader on the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it safe there, Dad? Oh, no, it's definitely. It's the least safe a thing could be. (laughs) Oh my god, Dad. We well, we can't lead them back to the village. Do you know who these dudes are? These tree men. Yeah. yeah. Not a clue. I was <laughs> escorting the gnomes to their compound, and we got jumped. And uh, I fought them back while I sent the two deputies up ahead to try to get help. And I held my ground for as long as I could. And then you guys showed up and helped me, which is very nice. But unfortunately, all the gnomes were killed. Hmm. Well, at least that means no one will recognize us. That story had a very sad ending. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one of us can distract the tree men while the others escape or something. You know who's really good at distracting? What's that? It's, it's you, Violet. Oh, um, I, um, <laughs> is that the plan? I, I sure would like to hear from the rest of the group. <laughs> yeah, the smart people in the group. While you guys are talking about this, Sheriff K picks up the two javelins, mm-hmm. the two giant shards, and like he clips the ends, like one end off of each of them with his beak, and then puts them in the quiver. Okay. You can tell that this is how he's been basically replenishing his ammo. Okay. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> the mayor's the thinking one. 
I I just I just shoot. So I'll follow your lead. I trust you, Vinny. Oh, I'm not the smart one here. Elias, what do you think? Glasses man, save us. Whatever whatever we should do should be focused on stopping what's causing all of this. And I'm not sure running away is going to get us any closer. And Elias sort of have, or Elias already has a scimitar drawn and it sort of has a defensive pose. I've been fighting these guys all afternoon. I don't know that there's any end to them. And they seem they seem to be protecting the Glittergold compound. We sh- Okay, now I really think we should go there. Because it sounds to me like whatever bullshit is making these bullshit dudes <laughs> throw bullshit at us mm-hmm. is probably there. So I think we should go investigate slash escape. They, they are closing in on you, mm-hmm. like talking is a free action. But right. like realistically, they're, this is getting dire. I'm down with that. Let's go now instead of talking more. You guys are going to run away in the direction of the Glitter Gold compound? I guess. Yes. All right. So this is the part where we need to sit down and think about how fast everyone is. <laughs> I'm super fast. Yeah. Violet can move 50 feet per second. She is going to leave everyone in the dust unless... Can Vinny ride her? <laughs> that's certainly an option. I just want to point out that Drop is also very fast. And and he has um he can spend some of his chi to do something called step of the wind which makes him even faster. It's it's only temporary. It's not like full out speed like Violet. Okay, Violet Violet like goes low and like scoops mm-hmm. up uh Vinny and Elias. No 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 I'm I'm fairly fast myself because. Oh, okay, well then just Vinny. I I can I can run sixty feet comfortably per round and still do regular actions. Damn. What about to steal a joke from Johnny Cardinal Stab Daddy? Off mic, we've been calling him Cardinal Stab Daddy. Yeah, so the speed is Violet's the fastest. Uh, Vinny could be on his back. If Leas is too, we might need to make some checks to see how that affects him. Then drop, but Sheriff K is going to get left behind. Okay, we're, we're, we're get, I'm, I'm getting Vinny and Sheriff K. All right, so then Elias is going to be the one left behind. Well, I mean, how fast is drop compared to me? He can move 80 with dashing, and you can move 60. So you're gonna every every six seconds, you're gonna lose 20 feet. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just want to be clear with you guys. I'm not gonna police this down to like the centimeter, mm-hmm. but like we just all need to be aware of what's going on. Is that Violet is running very far ahead, and then Elias is in the very back, and then drops in the middle. Is everyone okay with that? Yes. Uh, are you okay with that, Skip? I mean, there's not many other options we have if we're gonna run. <laughs> so yeah, we we could stay and fight, but I feel like most of us are gonna die. So <laughs> we could have a party. Right. We could have a party wipe on episode eight, um, or we could run. So let's run. All right. So you guys dash off uh, eastward, going deeper into the forest. As you do, as you do, basically crash out of the glade. A couple more of those splinters come flying. I guess uh, with Elias in the back, he's going to take both of them. That is a twenty and an eighteen. Both of those hit. Oh no. Two d four and take that for me. Okay, those are that for that's the total damage. Yep. Okay. Uh, seven. So that's put me down to seven hit points. All right. Yeah. Elias gets cut pretty bad, and oh. he's starting to lag behind as you guys run run ahead. On the last episode, you guys were imploring Kay to tell you what he knew about the situation. If you guys want to have any screaming conversations while you're making this <laughs> mad dash, uh, now is the time, because it's only going to get more hectic from here. Mm. Um, it's, it's, uh, uh, oof, oof. Uh, uh. <laughs> keep, hey, keep, keep, hey Violet. That, keep pulling that thread there Lauren <laughs> hey I was thinking but out loud apparently hey Violet Yo. okay wait <laughs> did we see Elias get hit 
If you're looking back, you'll probably see him being hit. Yes, probably. Violet does not see, because Violet is just totally looking forward and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, Violet's really cool, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Violet! Unicorns never look back. Violet! Yo. He looks like he got pre- hit pretty bad. Maybe we should turn around and I could heal him real quick? Um... Yes? Okay. You're you're on top of me. Well, fine. So, we'll catch okay. you later. Drop. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. I guess we're 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 turning around, albeit briefly, to heal mm-hmm. and then running again, <laughs> which puts us in danger. But um, Violet doesn't think of that. She's just like, I gotta save my friends. So she does it. That's that's exactly what Vinny thinks too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get some light side points on your Knights of the Old Republic meter. Okay. Drop your dashing. Are you using Step of the Wind? I just want to make sure, like, how? What's your urgency level? Um, I'm not gonna use my key until um un- until I- I'm pretty sure that I have to. Vinny, give me th- that one d eight plus. Oh, oh, you're already doing God it. Damn it! I only rolled a three. Mm. Elias is healed. Yeah. So you turn back. You give him the old handy. That's probably <laughs> not the way I wanted to phrase that. <laughs> Do you? Do you give him the handy? It was a ride by. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it seems a lot more like a pinky than a handy to me. So, oh, ah! also, either way, you're refreshed. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, going back to ha- to help was super thoughtful. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot a splinter at Lavinia and Violet. Here we go, Lavinia, Violet, fifteen and twelve. You hit me. My armor class is twelve, so I guess that means hit. It match if it matches hits, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Both of you take a D4 damage. That's fine. As your selfless act <laughs> injures you. I get a one. <laughs> Nothing. I got a one, too. Barely scratched. Oh, See? guys, that was so heroic. Yeah. Karma. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone takes off running again. Drop is pulling ahead. Cool. Up, he's starting to see, and he, he can do with this information what he will. He's starting to see gnome bodies in gold armor just lying here and there kind of along his path. Anything suspicious about them? I mean, apart apart from the fact that they're just dead gnomes. Yeah, they see. Uh, they seem to be riddled with these um... pokey holes. Yep. Mm. Cool. Uh, I'm going to announce to the rest of the group: Watch a step, everybody. <laughs> dead gnomes. <laughs> Violet leaps majestically over the dead gnomes and keeps going. It's super good. I strum like a really sweet at the same time do any of the gnomes look look specific austin like like is there anything <laughs> does no does one of them that look one's like he daniel stands out? perception okay. um, 16 16 you don't stop but looking as good as you can as you run by you do notice that they seem to have mining equipment they have pickaxes uh buckets uh like one of them has some sort of like headlamp whatever the fantasy equivalent is of that maybe like a gem or something that shoots light ahead cool like a candle on his hat (laughs) yeah that's not super dangerous but my point is it looks like they were going to mine you you surmise all right but none of them none of them look like they're in charge or or super important not from what you can tell now okay all right so drop us in the lead i guess violet's starting to catch up uh anything else Dad! Yes, Vinvin. Oh. Do, do you really know, like, can you think of anything that would help us with this? Like, you said you just, these dudes started attacking you, but do you, like, do you, can you think of anything that could be helpful? Hmm. 
I mean, I saw one guy get choked by some vines. Does that help? Oh, Dad. <laughs> I don't think it takes any particular action to reload a longbow, correct? Uh, it's an interaction, right? You get like one free like drawing or sheathing. So I think it counts as that. Yeah. So after like while uh, Lavinia is healing me, um, Elias is throwing away his uh, scimitar and pulling out his longbow. Which is not a euphemism for anything, people. <laughs> yes, yes. Until we roll initiative, uh, you guys basically have free reign with your equipment. So I don't, e don't even sweat it. And as soon as they start running off again, Elise is going to resume his, using his cunning action to do a free dash. So he's going to move, bonus action, dash, turn around mm. and shoot at, back at the enemies that are firing at him. You know, with a, kind of blindly, so. Sexy as fuck. Roll me that. All right. You got it. I like to think you're doing like a running jump and you do like a fucking 360 no scope. Uh, 17 on the first a shot back there. Oh, hell yeah. Roll me that damage, dog. So how about in the middle of a flip? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five for the first, uh, for the first shot back. Yeah, he does like a high knee parkour flip in fucking 360 no scopes. One of these pursuing tree men, the arrow hits it in the leg, which just basically snaps off and the thing goes face down onto the ground. Vinny's gonna yell back, Good job, I'm proud of you! I'm pretty sure that the uh, the tree man also starts complaining about how he had sex with Elias' mom or something like that. <laughs> or, yeah. or, call, or calling him a scrub, and Elias is like... Hacks! Yeah. And Elias is... Aimbot! Aimbot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do notice, because Lavinia cast uh, Comprehend Languages, you notice that any sounds they are making are not language. They, they are making no attempt to communicate with you, to bargain, to cajole, to threaten. They seem to be, like, just mindless. So even the wounded one didn't yell, Ow, an arrow to the knee. My adventuring career. Johnny, jokes like that can get us cancelled. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> the podcast council That was a very That was a show. very purposeful and malicious joke. Just, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that by accident, Yorski. <laughs> Uh, Sheriff K says, oh, I I think I just thought of something. Vinny, you said something about bees? Uh, yeah, Jeff was full of bees. Didn't you say that bees are how Olona contacts you? Um, yeah, it used to be, but she hasn't really called me lately. Hmm, that's strange. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> Listeners refer back to episode four, I think, where you made that comment? Is there any way for me to, like, roll something to, like, think about that harder or something? If it's, it's, it has to do with your deity, that's religion, my dog. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Jeff was a patron saint. <laughs> oh, Jeff. A mediocre patron deity, though, but... Alright, so I'm gonna roll religion. I rolled a 19. He was, he was the patron saint of guys that make uninspiring mm. white bread. <laughs> With a roll of 19... You think, that's very good, by the way, you Thank think you. that, like, you don't think Alona killed that guy, but you do think the bees were from her, um, and judging by the fact that a lot of bees make a lot of noise, um, and that they didn't seem to have damaged him, like, he was not stung up. You think maybe she was trying to draw your attention to him, and then you you spooked the bees. Oh shit, you should have paid more attention to Jeff. So, for example, if you had been using, let's say, survival checks to work your way through the forest and had stumbled upon him, the bees would have made that check really easy, and then you could have done, like, a CSI shit to figure out stuff. That's what a 19 is telling you. Yeah. Then he's just going to facepalm really hard. Mm. 
just let me know when you want me to do more attack rolls for the, you know, gymnastic flippy stuff. I'm in fucking romantic love with the way Elias is handling this right now. Give, give me another one. It's good. So, like, he, he probably springs off of, like, a rock that's on the ground, shoots back. That's 10. Probably a miss. No, 10 hits. These are not armor. These are not armor wearing bros. Ah, slow damage, though. Three. Uh, what hits him right in the waist, and it's once again like shatters the bark-like texture of whatever it is that comprises these dudes. Yeah. And uh, he does not seem like you've basically broken him in half at the waist, and he's not making any more progress. See, I'm picturing him trying to do this in a way where he doesn't lose progress. So like he takes a uh, running leap off of a rock and then flips forward, looks back, shoots, and then just lands and keeps on running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because the fifth edition rules do allow you to move attack move without losing any of your movement right so it's totally mechanically supported i want to say though with your just amazing accuracy and quick thinking you're thinning these dudes out um pretty well they i mean they're if you're fighting the forest mm-hmm. so i don't think you're going to win but like you're not in the immediate threat of being overtaken right now and hopefully it's reducing the chances of them attacking me as strongly as they did before <laughs> Vinny's gonna give Elias bardic inspiration for the next time so my song Vinny's gonna start shredding. <laughs> Don't stab me now. <laughs> Don't stab me cause I'm having a wood time. Okay, I'm done. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't look at me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> don't at me. Uh, all right, Elias is filled with uh, just inspirational bardic energy, which is really good. Um, unfortunately, you are playing a song in a forest that hates you. Uh, so, Violet, can you roll me? Oh, shit. Mm. A dexterity saving throw? Sure. I actually get, like, super dexterity powers, don't I? You do get super dexterity powers. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Also, Lavinia, you as well, since you brought this on, everyone. I have advantage. Two. I crit failed that one, but that's okay, because I get to roll again. Oh, that's much better. super dexterity powers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, it wasn't a crit. It wasn't a crit fail, though. It was a two, which is actually a three. It's, it's it's a fail. It's just a regular fail. Right. Her head doesn't explode or anything. It's just bad. <laughs> that was hella bad. I know. I did ask for Lavinia to do a saving throw too, but it doesn't matter because Violet fucked up so bad. So you guys are running in this single file line. Up ahead, Drop can see in the distance where you guys are supposed to be going, right? Like there's something up ahead, some sort of encampment. You see like stuff, like boxes, maybe. 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 Uh, Elias is bringing up the rear, shooting dudes down like a fucking boss. In the middle, Violet with two passengers, booking it real strong, when suddenly something sweeps in front of her. She she tries to react with her barbarian senses, but Jesus Christ, with those rolls, you do not. And you take the full brunt of what is essentially a giant wooden hand, bigger than Violet is, which crashes into her from the front and then wraps around her. And she is lifted off the ground, bodily by this hand which you see now is attached to a tree Mm. Uh, a full tree not a tree man a man made of tree but a tree which has two branches like hands one now gripping violet who is uh i guess also doomed her two riders to this as well Mm. so y'all are just wrapped up in this meaty paw uh vinny's gonna slap both hands right on the tree and try to communicate with it Mm Mm-hmm. that's good um (laughs) speaking of good you know what's not good? Having your mind filled with the sounds of screaming. Yeah, but the tree didn't like it last time either. Yeah, the trees recoiled the way you recoiled 
because uh, they were sneaky vines trying to sneak. This guy's not trying to sneak. He grabbed you. I'm I'm gonna break free of the hand. I'm turning on rage, which gives me uh, advantage to strength checks, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to break free of this hand. I'm turning on my rage. As a strength contest between us, so That's you fine. get advantage, but I'm also gonna counter roll. That's fine. You you do your thing. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. All right, I get plus four to no wait, no no wait what with my strength plus two to strength, but I get to roll. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Wow. It doesn't even matter. Wow. It's a really strong tree. It doesn't matter what I roll unless I hit it crit. Nah, nah, I don't. Mm. No, Leon rolled a nine. I rolled a twenty-six. Um, so Violet's eyes flare with rage, and she does uh, Houdini breaking out breaking out of this cage and the hand just tightens and she her lungs get emptied as this hand squishes down on violet sheriff k and lavinia you guys are all trapped in this uh hand Elias, you're catching up to this scene you see uh, just an enormous like redwood tree with two branch like arms or arm like branches Mm. both who knows and it's just one hand is just absolutely crushing three of your friends and the other one is free and he looks like he's like readying it I don't know why I gendered this tree. It is looking like it's readying the other tree, the other hand, for you to come into range so it can grab you as well. Drop, you're at the front of this fraucus. You are out of range. Mm. See, that, so for some reason, with all the shooting I was doing backwards, I was thinking of time crisis, but now it looks like it's tree crisis that we're dealing with right here. So, uh... <laughs> is that a joke? Yeah, just a slight one. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> so mean. I'm just, I'm just trolling. Vinny let go of the tree, by the way, and is like screaming. Yeah, because you're being crushed to death. That, yeah, also, and the the tree screaming didn't feel great. Mm, no, that was real bad. Mm-hmm. If this was Call of Cthulhu, you would have rolled for sanity loss. <laughs> Good thing it's not. I'm gonna turn around and start running towards the tree while kind of dully repeating under my breath, "We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. <laughs> we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die." Okay. Um. What Elias is going to do is take some cloth from his uh, his general kit out, um, wrap it around the tip of one of his arrows, use his tinderbox to set it aflame, mm-hmm. and knock uh, and knock an arrow to shoot at the arm of the tree that's holding the holding everyone. All right, it's gonna take you a minute to get your pack unloaded and do that, so we'll come back to you mm-hmm. preparing this really cool maneuver. In the meantime, um, Sheriff K wheezes out. As, mo- as well as he can with his crushed body go go ahead go ahead you have to you have to i totally can't <laughs> not to either of the two of you yeah but Violet doesn't know that so she's very concerned about herself cool dad they're not gonna go they're gonna try and help us just save your breath he leans his head onto Vinny's shoulder and just says i in case I don't get a chance. I love you, Vin Vin. Wait, is does he has he taken damage? There's no way to know if he has taken damage <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> Bitch, you know what I mean. Hey, Dad, are you taking damage? Dad, do you have less than five hit points? The three of you are being crushed to death. Uh, I couldn't cast anything anyway. Violet doesn't know anything better except to try to break free again. Whenever it's my turn, I would like to try mm-hmm. to do that again. We'll we'll deal with that. The thing is, like, you haven't changed your 
scenario. No, I understand. I, I know it's not my turn now. I'm saying that is what I would like to do. To try to do a check to do the same thing twice. Mm. Like you already made a check to bust out. That was your, that's what your, that represents your effort to do that. So you're going to have to change your tact a little bit. Okay. If you reroll. All right. All right. I'll figure something else out. If you have an idea, hit me with it. If not, remember this is all in bullet time. So you're not like, uh, can I try to like do like a nature check to see if I can figure anything out? Sure. While being squished. Yeah. I'm interested in nature. <laughs> I will stab it when it's my turn. Let's learn together. I hate you. Mm-hmm. I rolled an eight. I still hate you. Oh, I don't want you to hate me. I want you to have fun in my adventure. Uh. <laughs> oh, I can tell by your voice that is not what's happening. Mm. <laughs> uh, with your nature, uh, you determined that it's a tree. It's very no. With, it's very lucky that Elias has thinned out some of the pursuers, because judging from the crashes in the forest beyond, you can tell that there's still there's still a bit away, which is good, because if you guys were like immediately surrounded, this would be get, getting fucking dark quickly. Yep. Uh, speaking of not being dark, uh, how much longer do you want to wait until Elise attempts his bow shooty thing? I want to hear an idea from Dropper Violet first. Uh, am I am I within range? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna I'm just gonna start hacking at the arm that's, mm-hmm. that's holding them with my sword. Yep. Attack roll me. All right. And this is a scimitar? Uh, no. This is a it's a it's a gym sword. It, it's a short sword technically, but that works as a. Uh... Yeah. What's the damage type? Um. Short swords are piercing, actually. Oh, sh- short swords are piercing? Yeah. All right, roll me that. All right. 15. 15 definitely hits. You run over and you stab your sword right into the hand, and it goes in about an inch. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel that that is not the weapon that's going to get this situation under control. <laughs> you know how D&D works. You're going to get half damage because you tried to use piercing yeah, on yeah. a tree. Six. So All right. three damage. Yups, yups, yups. How far away is Drop from me? Um, he is now in range of the tree. You are not. Mm. That's the relevant data. I feel like it's been established that Violet can dance. So what I would like to do is spin around and try to like slip out. Uh, shit. Is that is that athletics? That is absolutely not. That is a dexterity check of some sort. Acrobatics. Maybe. It's dexterity? not really acrobatics. I'm going to say it's just a dexterity check. <laughs> just a dex? Okay. All right. I get plus one to that, so at least here's that. <laughs> Ten. I am not good at rolling. No, I mean, you wiggle your little horsey butt, and you get you move some. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit more comfortable in the grip, but mm-hmm. you're not getting away from it right now. Okay. I'm out of ideas. If I roll, like, I don't think we established yeah. exactly how I can communicate with Alona. Nope. It's, I mean, it's a god, and in D&D communicating with your god is like a really high level spell okay so i can't just like scream and hope she hears me you could certainly i cannot stop you from trying but i'm letting you know that there is a way that you can in the system and it is encoded so me giving it to you for free okay yeah no i get it i get it i get it i get it okay Okay. well then never mind (laughs) all right uh elias if you want to shoot that fiery arrow my dog yeah uh, elias lines up the shot and sort of whispers under his breath uh like a, a pseudo incantation, and then just sort of whispers out firebolt before letting out the shot. He's going to use Spartic <laughs> oh, Inspiration, so um, which I believe is a D6 still, right? It is still a D6. Okay. Oh, shit. That's a 12. 12. Now that misses, flies wide, and lands in the grass and starts a little fire. Oh. It's raining, though, so um, I'm not sure it's going to be an issue. We'll see. It's currently lit because, I mean, we're in bullet time. But yeah. we'll see. 
Vinny's gonna, I don't know how loud she can be right now, but as loud as she can, she's gonna wheeze. Just get, just light, just light it on fire. Just get the fire. Uh, can I spend the rest of that, uh, that quote turn, um, getting closer to the tree? Um, so I'm closer in range to drop. Do you want to be, if you're going to get in range of drop, you're going to be in range of the tree's other hand. That's true. Um, it's just a matter of, the only other option I can think of of trying to help drop out is to try to pull mm-hmm. my scimitar and physically throw it towards drop so we can catch it and then use it to attack the tree. I'm just not sure if I have the, the strength to finesse that, uh, to finagle that type of throw. Vinny's going to weave some more. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this out of character. Mm-hmm. Can't one of you distract the other hand while somebody else gets the fire? You do, okay, you do realize the hands are not separate entities. They are. I don't know if I've described this tree enough. Um, are is you guys? It, is it not like a tree with like two hands coming out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the hands aren't like don't have individual brains. Exactly. You actually looking over at the like center of the trunk, you see like the way the bark is. It's almost like a mocking visage of a face, like a satire of what a face looks like. So rude. I'm gonna stab it next time I get a chance. Um, how about everybody in the fist? Roll me d4 damage, because you're being crushed. In the fist. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Listen, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but y'all are getting fisted. <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting for Two, it. Two, I got it. Two. I had three. All right, what are you guys down to? I'm at 18. I am going to be at 12. I, I can I can make a terrible pun about this right now. You know that, Austin. I'm, I'm well aware. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if I've constructed this to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right it just hurt me i feel like i should have a chance to hurt it back so you have a chance to do anything you can think of that you haven't already done try biting it i'm stabbing it with your face with my with my head i'm excited roll an attack roll <laughs> i'm gonna all right luckily i wrote everything down correctly wait a minute I, i'm still in rage mode yep i get plus two to damage if i actually hit it but i haven't hit him yet okay 19 Yep, you jam your horn into the bark of the hand. Okay, normally normally I have plus two, so but I actually have plus four now because it's that thing. And it's 2d6 mm-hmm. plus four. Seven. It's not great. Yep. You jam your head in what feels like maybe... Uh, it feels like seven on a scale of like one to infinity, but it doesn't react that way. I don't know. It feels like maybe you did some piercing damage with your horn. That's what all I have. You have your teeth, though. I'm not carrying like a club. Um, all right. <laughs> I would like it if you're carrying a club. Uh, you can always bite it. Man, both my weapons are piercing too. Am I the only who? Am I the only one who brought a slashing weapon to the uh, to the cutting party here? I guess so. Oh jeez. Violet does the uh, Indiana Jones in uh, the Temple of Doom uh, face when he's get when he's getting crushed by the thing, and she says, "We <laughs> are going to die," and then makes the sad face. You were doing that also while your horn is embedded in it. Like you didn't, you don't have enough movement, like freedom of movement to pull it back out. All right, Violet says, yeah, take that. Given <laughs> I have sort of supplies out and I have a, a method, can it be a little bit faster for me to get my next arrow prepped to do a fire arrow shot on it? Sure. Uh, or is there a way I can speed that up using sleight of hand? Uh, I mean, we haven't rolled initiative specifically because I'm trying to give you guys flexibility. Sure. So, like, there isn't actually a ticking clock. Like, okay. you can prep a fire arrow. It's fine. Okay. Don't worry about okay. it. I want to hear from Drop. I, right now, my, my bag of tricks is pretty limited. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really I don't really have 
anything. Drop, why don't, can you describe to me how you're feeling? What's your character's, like, emotional state right now? He's pretty discouraged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a monk, can you just give me some flavor? I'm trying to get inside his head right now. Um, well, you know, he, he didn't really get the results he was looking for, but, like, chopping into the, uh, into the arm with the sword, he was like, maybe this is gonna do something, and then when it didn't really do something, it was sort of like a, uh, and now he's feeling, he's feeling kind of ineffective, like, you know, he sort of feels like the only thing that he can really do is hit things, and he's, he's not hitting things really well. Yeah, and I, I'm thinking back on your career of hitting things in this campaign so far, like when you tried to fight those ropes on the glitter gold and you failed when yep. you pointed the cannon at those gnomes and they laughed at you yep would you say that drop is perhaps like at his lowest point is he like is there an anguished look on his face in this storm as he's watching his friends die at this point in time he's like he's 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 maybe thinking about putting the sword point down on the ground leaning on it and then just kind of like rubbing the bridge of his nose and his eyes with his fingers <laughs> and shaking his head and just kind of like muttering unintelligibly in fact, I think he's going to go ahead and do that. So he's putting his sword down? He's, uh, I mean, he's not, he's not letting go of it, but he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's putting it on the ground, and he's kind of, like, leaning on it a little bit, and, like I said, you know, closing his eyes and kind of, like, rubbing them and just being like, oh, So, Drop, you've spent many hours, days, years in contemplation. You're very in tune with yourself and the world around you as your monk dude as you're mm-hmm. we haven't really discussed your specific kind of monkeyness yep. but i assume it involves a lot of meditation yep um yep. you'll recall during character creation we had one element on your sheet which we earmarked for later this was a secret you had about something mm-hmm. um Ooh. we, we kind of left this by the wayside but i want to i want to invoke it now because in your deepest moments of meditation and contemplation mm-hmm. sometimes in this zen state you felt something a presence something that's kind of beyond words beyond feelings and you've never spoken to anyone about it not even shaya thane your most trusted monk advisor yep mentor my coach my monk coach put me in coach (laughs) i'm ready to zen (laughs) i'm gonna win the big zen um but you feel it now as you're at your lowest point all your friends are dying in front of you the forest itself is closing in around you mm-hmm. it's you're dark there's a peal of thunder yeah and you just feel like i'm going to die in the mud i'm pretty disappointed yeah and you feel this presence and you hear a voice behind you mm-hmm. and that voice says drop goodwood my man it's been a long time drop goodwood I, I guess I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna turn and look. You turn around, and first of all, it seems like everything around is you. Everything around you is in slow motion, mm-hmm. like the leaves and the branches and the vines are all whipping around in the wind because of the storm. But God, it feels like just the world is waiting for you to do this. And when you turn around, there is nothing there, but you hear a voice once again, just directly behind you, as if the speaker is just has his lips pressed to the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Although I say he, the voice is male and female, old and young, high and low. Okay. And it says, drop. It's been a while. It's been the longest. How are you? How you doing, buddy? Not great. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Things look real bad for you. 
Sorry to drop in at a time like this. I just wanted to... I Here's what I want to do for you, Drop. I want to tell you a story. How does that sound? Is now the time? That was a perfect time. Violet says... Violet, Violet is not... Nobody is seeing this. This is happening... You know in Assassin's Creed when you stab a target and in the world like... No, I don't play video games. No. Okay. <laughs> This is happening to drop in like Zen Monko vision, right? I forgot where we were. He wants to tell me. They want to tell me a story. Yeah, he wants to tell you a story. He or she or it wants to tell you a story. Drop. You have it? You have time? You have time for that? We have all the time in the world. I want to tell you a story. I guess so. You have to agree to something. If I tell you the story, you can't tell anybody where you heard it. Okay. You agree? Yep. So here's a story, Drop. It's a good story. One of my favorites. I'd say top four stories, maybe. I have a lot of favorite stories, but here's one. It's about a girl. No. Young girl. Innocent, as girls can be. You know how they are. Drop Goodwood, <laughs> my man. The best wood. Here's what I want to tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> she was alone in the village. People are running. They're screaming. Is there violence? No one knows. She runs to the tree. Her sacred tree to protect it. And then, from this chaos... From all the running and the screaming, there's a dog. And let me tell you, dogs, most loyal animals. But, you know, they got a little bit of, they got instincts. They got predator instincts, Drop. You know, they lash out sometimes. You get hurt. Drop, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And what do you think happens, Drop, when someone dies protecting their tree? When this fake sacred tree, God's tree? People probably get sad. Who specifically, Drop, who gets sad at a time like this when you're struck down by a nice puppy? Your family? Well, Jop, it's it's not a trick question. You get sad if a puppy kills you, and you're just dying. You're dying on the ground, and you're crying out. You're saying to your god, please, let me protect my family. Let me protect my friends. Let me protect my village. Please. Mm-hmm. Anybody help me. Please, my god, help me. Yep. What do you think, Jop? Do you think gods help their clerics? Do they help their priests? Do they help their bards? Probably. Drop, if gods helped every single one of their priests who died and brought them back, there would be an awful lot of priests now, wouldn't there be? It seems to me that there already are. There'd be a lot more. There'd be a lot more if all the priests were on dying drop. What I'm here to tell you, what I'm trying to share with you, my man, my main man drop Goodwood, is that gods do not revive their clerics. They're much more useful on the plane as energy, as petitioners. Mm-hmm. Drop. And there's no such thing as a half dryad. Drop. There's no such thing. When you cry out, please, God, save me, please, those fall on deaf ears. But you know who hears you drop? Me, your best friend, your buddy, your confidant. I hear those, I hear those, please, and I help people. So a girl, she goes to her eternal reward. She spends all her time in the beast lands, frolling with her unicorn friends. And then a body drop. Uh-huh. A body full of, let's, let's say, energy, let's say life, let's say a soul, a tree soul. Trees don't have memories. They don't have personalities. They just wake up in a body and say, whoa. Here, I remember things. It must be me. Must be my memories. Must be my things. I'll take this this body for a drive. Uh-huh. And then that's that's a person drop, isn't it? Is that a person or is that is that a tree driving a body drop? I guess that's for you to decide. I do not like drop stoner friend. I just want <laughs> I just want everyone to know that right now. I do. I think he's more of like a like a like an old biker, you know, old biker dude with a leather jacket and cool shades. See, I'm thinking an old-timey radio dude. I was thinking Dennis Hopper's unnamed character from Apocalypse Now. (laughs) 
There's one more thing I want to tell you, Drop Goodwood, before I go, my man. Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. Is that that dog came back to this village because they were doing things. They came back to this forest because they were doing things. And they had something in their heart. Something in their heart drop that shouldn't be there. Something that squirms. And it hates. It hates so much. And they left it here to protect. And it's here. It's right there, Drop. You can see it at the corner of your eye. Do you see it? Do you see it, Drop? Do I see do I see it? <laughs> I hate, like you're painting you're painting the picture here. Okay, I'm I'm taking a moment to look around. Then <laughs> he's I mean, there's no physical presence to this, so he like leaves you hanging for a couple of seconds, and he uh-huh. says, "Drop." Yeah. There's a cave right up this path. Your friends are dying inside the cave. Drop. It's been waiting. It's been commanding this forest. This little bit of hate that the dog left here. Uh huh. It's waiting. Drop. Okay. Your friends don't mean nothing to me one way or the other, so but... So that, that way? And I'm gonna point in, in a direction. Drop, do I got... Dog, do I got to spell everything out for you? Dog. My good wood. My good, good wood boy. Oh, 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 okay. All right. I'll see you. All right? Keep yourself alive. Thanks. Hey, no. Thank you. I got other stories to tell you. I got so many stories. You, you won't you won't even believe it. The best stories. I have the best stories. Drop. Yeah. Oh no. Does that mean this character is coming back? <laughs> oh god, I hope so. <sighs> and suddenly everything is once again in normal motion from the character's perspective. Okay. I'm going okay. to announce to the party. Yo. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I have an idea. It's going to look like I'm running away. <laughs> And then I'm gonna I'm gonna run. All right. So you're running uh, up the path. Up, up the path. <laughs> to the glitter gold encampment. So, yep. As you do, uh, you have your arms behind you like Naruto <laughs> as you do this sweet run up the path. You pass a couple more gnome bodies, gold armor impaled on splinters, and you see up ahead of you a bunch of mining equipment laid in front of a cave. It seems like this encampment, this whatever this was, was really just an outpost in front of a cave. Right. Um, it has a very large opening, surprisingly large, and much like the secret passage under the Glitter Gold Tower, it seems to have been bored in with either magic or advanced machinery. It's just right. like a perfect cylinder in front of you. Okay. Into the cave. All right. Uh, back back with the party who's fighting. Uh, D4 damage for the people who are getting crushed. Elias, you want anything? Uh, I'm just going to do another shot of the fire, firebolt arrow thing that I'm concocting. One. I rolled a one. Oh, you guys are holding up wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was a little a little worried because a couple fours and we got some dead player characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Do you, you're going to fire that arrow, that fire yep. arrow? That's a 20. Oh, yeah. You hit him dead center in the face. That's a seven for the damage plus whatever the fire does, I guess. It's Yeah, it seems extremely effective. It's almost as if this tree was not made to withstand fire. Like, it explodes up into its face and scorches it bad. I don't know, Austin. I can accept monsters and gnolls and flying airships, Mm -hmm. but a tree lighting on fire, you're really stretching. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, it would be much more devastating if it weren't also raining. Mm. So, you definitely did damage to it, and it seems mad. And it's actually um, gonna, like, scoop up some earth with the other hand and fling it at Elias. Uh, Eight, that's gonna miss, right? Yep. Yeah, you just easily flip between the giant clods of earth and you are unscathed completely. Um, back in the cave. Drop. Yeah. You're moving through this cave. It twists and turns a little bit, just so much that you can't see exactly ahead of you. And it's starting to get dark. 
so you're not you don't have great visibility. Are you doing anything besides moving forward? Are there are there any like lighting apparatuses immediately available, like on the walls or something like that? You see torches and sconces or whatever, but mm. they're not lit. Okay, so would I be able to remove one and light it? Sure. Because I do have I do have a torch in my backpack, but I get the impression it'd probably be easier just to grab one off the wall and and light it there. Yeah, I mean both are time time consuming uh, inconveniences, but you can do it. Yeah, yeah, gotta do it. All right, so you light a torch and you venture further into this cave. Yeah. Can you give me mm-hmm. a perception check? Perception, eleven. Eleven. Oof. Oof. You see something out of the per- the corners of your eye, like the peripheral, something moving, mm-hmm. you think, flitting across like the ceiling in the shadows, and you yeah. can move your torch quickly, and it's like it's if something was there, you don't see it now. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess that really sort of was my check of the area. I'm going to take this opportunity to move um, still with urgency, but a little bit more stealthy. Mm-hmm. You want to roll a stealth check? Uh, stealth. You are. I'm gonna give you a disadvantage because you are holding a torch. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. So there we go. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. You really don't make uh, much progress vis-a-vis no. stealth, but you are moving deeper into the cave. Mm-hmm. And from up ahead, like it was dark in this in this tunnel, but now you see lights again. It okay. seems like there's light up ahead, but right. the way it twists and turns, you can't see the source immediately. All right. Keep pursuing the light. All right. So you, you're coming up on this light source. Let's flash back, Elias and crew. Um, anybody have any ideas? Uh, can Vinny perform a medicine check on Stab Daddy? Mm-hmm. Cardinal Stab Daddy, my favorite character. Mine too. I rolled a 16. Yeah, you look over at him. His eyes are, like, flickering, and you feel you feel something warm on your side. You guys are, like, being crushed together. Um. And you remember that he had a quiver full of, like, very sharp... Oh, God damn it. Um, is there... Anything I could roll to, like, wiggle my arms free. Dexterity check. Okay. I roll a 23. Oh, nice. So you're just trying to get your arms free? I'm trying to get my arms, and does it, for my magic, can it, does it have to be specifically my loot, or can it be one of my smaller instruments? It can be any instrument. Uh, I'm going to try to wiggle out with my panpipes. All right, yeah, you pull yourself up so that your, like, upper torso is out of the meat of the hand like you're above it now like mm-hmm. you know if as if he was like wielding you and your arms are free and you have your pan pipes and i am going to cast cure wounds on my papa oh i love this i love this character because <laughs> she's a fucking idiot <laughs> no, so, so thoughtful and resourceful all right and i rolled a five all right, yeah, you play your little song. I mean, you have, it's a touch spell, so you have to, like, reach out and touch him a little bit, and you yeah. see his eyes open, and he seems more alert. Um, Elias, you do hear the sounds of the tree men getting closer. I have an idea. I want to do a thing. Yep. I know, like, just trying to, like, break three with my mighty strength is out because I, mm-hmm. I tried to fail to do that. What if Violet tries basically just to let someone else out, like, by, like, making a little extra space and then letting them slip through? Would that be a different strength check, or is that just the same thing? Ooh, I like this. If you want to make a strength check mm-hmm. to try to kick Vinny up out of the hand, like a cork, because yeah. she's pulled up her torso, if you just kick her in the butt yeah. to shoot her out, I would love that. All right. <laughs> and you do get advantage, because okay. you're in a rage. All right. I'm very much raging. It's a seven, which is not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a seven. I picked the first Jesus. seven. Uh Yeah. 
Yeah, you just kicked Vinny in the butt repeatedly. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> Why are you kicking me? Uh, D-Force for everybody as you were crushed. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. I rolled a four. I also rolled a four. What are you guys down to? I'm a 13. I'm at seven. All right. Elise is going to attempt one more shot of a fire arrow and this one specifically at the arm that's holding the people, uh, everyone. Mm-hmm. Jiminy crickets, guys. Uh, crit? Yeah! Crit! Ten. Your arrow embeds in the finger. There's a burst of flame. And as if as if in surprise, the giant tree like loosens its grip and slams it closed again. But in that time, um, Violet falls out the bottom. Do we fall out too? No. Just Violet. Yep. Sheriff K and Lavinia, who are closer to the top of the hand, oh. are still caught. But am I still sticking out? Well, no. You've slipped down because it opened. There was a moment Aww. of free gravity where the violet kicking propelled her downward. Like, she kicked it, and it shot her down. Oh. Sheriff K and Lavinia slipped from where they were at the top of the hand down to, like, the middle, and it closed again on them. Well, that's one down. When uh, when Violet gets a chance, she's going to try to get Vinny out, which is not a good idea. No, it's a super bad idea. I'm into it. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, I was going to cut back to drop, but I want to hear... I want this. Tug of war, Vinny, out of that hand. Don't tug of war me. <laughs> Strength contest? Do you want? To... Wait, am I am I strength contesting against Vinny? No, to pull it out of the hand, to pull her out of oh, the oh, hand. Oh, against the tree. Okay, I I misunderstood what you meant. Okay, all right. Well, what am part I still... of her do you want to grab? The safest part. That's what part. You're in the middle. I guess her feet are sticking out the bottom, so you can bite onto that and pull her down. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> this is this this is a great idea, guys. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh, geez. So it's just I still have like rage strength, or is that over? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. It lasts like ten minutes. 20. I rolled an artificial 20. He gets advantage. 13. <laughs> oh, jeez. So close. Nope. Lost 19. It. it did not work. 19 to 20. It was close. Oh, man. This this is such a cinematic scene. You guys in the just in the pouring rain with these tree guys encroaching on you. You're struggling tooth and nail to fight this giant tree, and you're so close to winning, but you're not. Yeah. I feel like we're about to have an Artax moment here. It's very, very likely. Let's cut back to Drop. Drop, are you going to turn that corner in this tunnel and see what the light source is? Yeah. You come around this corner, and you see in front of you, in this cave, a door mm. in the middle of a cavern, in the middle of like this circular room now. The tunnel has ended, and it's just this big, like almost like a an arena. It's like a big antechamber, right? Okay, so not like a closed door. You're talking like a doorway. There is a doorway, and it, is do- it does not lead out. It is in the middle of this room. Standing free in the middle of a circular room is a doorway. The material of the doorway, like the mm-hmm. the perimeter, is made of like this strange yellow mineral. Let me guess, it's reminiscent of the color of uh, some of the glitter gold materials? No. It's like a quartz or something. It's some gem you don't understand or don't don't recognize unless maybe you want to roll for it. The thing is, there's no door on this doorway. There's a doorway mm-hmm. in the center of this room, and that's where the light is coming from. Right. And you look into it, and you see an entirely different environment. Right. On the other side of this doorway, there is what you see mountains, you see hills, you see just plains that go on for miles, you see mineral outcroppings you see just an entire other Mm -hmm. world that does not belong on the other side of this doorway that is in this room okay and is that the only thing of note in the room that is the only thing in this room all right i'm gonna run up to the door 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sort of like poke the doorway, like the <laughs> the outside of it, just to sort of be like, is that here? Okay. You poke the doorway, and it def- definitely feels as if it's there and made from a very hard, strange mineral. Is there stone or dirt, or like you know, can I can I pick something up? Is there something available to me? Sure. All right. Uh, can I pick up a rock and just kind of like gently lob it through the door? Yep. You do so, and it drops down into the dirt on the other side and just rolls. It doesn't seem to do anything particularly interesting. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of poke my hand through the door. Mm-hmm. Gingerly. You do so. Uh, your hand is now on the other side of this doorway. As you do that, though, oh, I crit, oh. too. Oh, I crit. You feel a shooting pain in your back as something stabs you. All right. Um, so I'm presuming I take damage? Yep. Hold on. Let me roll this beast. You take six damage mm. as you are stabbed. I assume you turn to face your assailant. Yeah. So you, as you turn, you see something drop onto the ground. It is... It's hard to describe, but I'm going to try. It is almost as if it's a spider the size of a fist Mm -hmm. made of plant material, like moss, sticks, just all kinds of flowers and leaves, but animate and scuttling. And you see it dripping from two of the branches that make up its main body are its blood, your blood that it just, you know, stabbed into you. And it's pulsing like a heart. Okay. Um, Oh, my God. Um, in the words of Master Cowfrey, uh, bitches get stitches. So <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna attack. All right. That's a thirteen. Yeah, I mean, was that your scimitar or is that? That's that's my that's my sword. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's piercing. Yeah. Oh, nice. Roll me damage on that. So that's six. Yeah, it seems to be made up of mostly moss. Like mm-hmm. the legs of this are are sticks, but the the middle center part of it is like pulsing moss. Right. And as you leap forward with your sword and you pierce into it. It seems doubly effective, mm-hmm. you would say, from this piercing. Your sword goes through it and into the ground, and you've pinned it, and it is fucking flipping out. Okay. It is wriggling and just absolutely losing its goddamn mind. Oh, actually, you know what? That, that is, I'm sorry, that is the wrong damage. That's my that's my kung fu damage. That's not my sword ah. damage. Yeah. Um, my 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 sword damage, pardon me, mm-hmm. is is that it's one d six plus three, not not one d four plus three. <laughs> I didn't catch it, so you know. Yeah. I I, I appreciate you turning yourself. But it's in. it's still it's still alive. Yeah, I mean your piercing damage. I mean, basically giving it to you is that it's it's weak to it. So you pin it to the ground. It is alive and wriggling. Let's cut back outside. Um, I'm not I'm not done yet. Oh okay. Because my my martial my martial arts feat allows me oh, when yeah. I'm attacking with uh, an unarmed or with a monk weapon, which the short sword is, I get one unarmed strike as a bonus action. Hot. So I'm going to unarmed strike it now at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not wearing armor. <laughs> okay, so that's a hit. Yep. All right, so then my, my Kung Fu is 1d4 plus 3, so that's 5 damage. Nice. So you you impale it to the floor, and then you do Kung Fu, or are you just going to, like, stomp on it now? Uh, the Kung Fu stomp. All right, so I was going to cut back and say that, like, as Violet's trying to pull Lavinia out of this fist, the tree flinches. Mm-hmm. But now that you've stomped on it, it flinches and then is immediately followed up by, like, wrenching back in pain and dropping Lavinia and Sheriff K onto the dirt. All right. And you also hear uh, the sounds of a bunch of somethings in the forest collapsing. And what does what this little mossy spider thing do? Is it, um... 
it's pulsing and twitching and trying to crawl away, but it's impaled on your sword and it's like ripping its own insides out to try to get off of your sword. Okay, then I'm gonna spend uh, one of my one of my key points and flurry of blows this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. All right. So first one is a 14. That's a hit. Mm-hmm. So that's six damage. All right, so you're just stomping on it again and again and again. In, you know, in as, as martial arty a way as you can. <laughs> cool as possible. He's he's stomping on it, but he's also saying hi-ya at the same time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and the second one Oof. is a 24. Yeah. Christ muffins. And that's seven damage on that, that second flurry of blow strike. So we never actually rolled initiative, so I was like, okay, we could maybe figure out this more mathematically but at this point you've pinned this thing to the ground and you're just ruthlessly fucking stomping on it and then you summon up monk powers to stomp on it even harder you're like going into a goddamn blood rage right and um as you do that you guys just see around you all of a sudden all of the the plant creatures who are attacking you are just losing their fucking shit they're absolutely losing their shit right now they're just like flailing and falling and they're like grabbing at themselves the tree is like raking at its own bark with its fingers. Like it's trying to crawl out of its own skin and it's like defacing itself. Well, this is terrifying. Mm-hmm. So are we no longer in immediate danger? Like what does Violet see exactly? I mean, you see the, the scene everyone else does. You also uh, feel something warm on your foot, which you look down and it is Sheriff K's blood oh. pooling around your foot. Um, If I wanted to medicine or bandage and shit him, I just do a medicine check. I mean, that's not going to heal him numbers, but it'll stabilize him. That's good for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hope I don't fuck this up. I would really hate to kill my own father. I rolled a 17. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you pull him into kind of like a sitting position, and you um, pull some clothes, some like excess clothes from your bag, and you start tying turner kits around him. And my healing herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're putting herbs in there. And his eyes kind of flutter open, and he reaches up. He has one one of his hands, has like a little bit of blood on it, and he puts it on your face, and he says, My little flower. Oh, no. And then he rests his head on your shoulder. But he's not dead. No, you've stabilized okay. him. He's he's basically going in and out of consciousness. Hmm. I'm going to pet his, his bird head. <laughs> it's very floofy. Is, yeah. is, is the... um. Is the hand the the tree hand like down? It's like it's done moving. No, it's clawing its face off. Oh, it's clawing its face off. Okay. If you, I mean, if you wait long enough, eventually the tree kind of like uh, goes limp, like leans over, and its hands okay. crash to the ground, and it stops moving. But yeah, there okay. is like a couple minutes where it's just trying to claw its face off. Okay. Well, Violet sort of like kicks it with his hoof and says, "Take that, you punk ass bitch," and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Violet doesn't understand what happened, so she thinks she won. <laughs> The other thing that happened was like in a cave or something. I don't know. Yeah. She thinks that she, her, her kicking out of the hand somehow disabled it. Hell yeah. And, and by her kicking out of the hand, she means me getting this tree to drop mm-hmm. her by shooting it and critting it with an arrow. Still. Yeah. There's like six other factors that have nothing to do with Violet, but she's still taking mental credit. <laughs> but yeah, back in the cave, Drop has reduced this moss heart spider to just goo. So it did. It appears to be as dead as it could possibly be. I am gonna. I am going to continue stomping on it and shrieking at kind of like an unpleasant level, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that you know anybody m- nearby might hear just a weird sound echoing out of this cave. <laughs> it's strangely cathartic. Like you feel 
like something inside of you soar for the first time and maybe ever oh. and you just feel like this strange sensation which you can't quite place oh. um you feel like maybe it's accomplishment pride happiness i, I don't know you've, you've read about these things in books but you're not sure exactly what it is i've heard of that yeah there's a soaring feeling inside of you and you feel accomplished and also a weird unsettling shrieking <laughs> you are doing that on the outside but you're a weird dude <laughs> You're a totally weird dude. But yeah, it seems like the last of the tree men just kind of collapsed onto the ground, twitching, and then nothing. I mean, I wouldn't know that. I'm standing in a cave, stomping on a bunch of moss, shrieking, next to a doorway mm. that leads to, I don't know, fucking Hyrule or something. Mm -hmm. A doorway that isn't in the wall. It's literally standing yes. free. I don't know if I was... Yeah. 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 I just want to be clear for the audience, because I have a mental picture of it, but is everyone else... It's, it's a freestanding archway. Yes. Yep. All right. So, anybody want to do anything... Is, is Bird Daddy sleeping, like resting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his chest is moving up and down. Okay, I'm going to lay him down. I do want to specify that, like, through your medical examinations, you do come to the realization that, like, his quiver was shattered when the tree crushed him and, like, one of the javelins was, like, in his kidneys or whatever. Like, that's what caused the, the super damage and you've gotten that taken care of. Like, it's still okay. bad, but he's not in danger. Okay. So I'm going to wobble over to Elias and give him a big hug and say... That was really cool. <laughs> it's it's no problem, Lavinia. Uh, one moment. Uh, Elias sort of looks back towards where the trees are coming from, just lines up another arrow, just shoots off into the distance, you know, seeing if you can hit anything else that might be straggling at the moment. That was cool, too. You're very cool. Are you keeping track of your arrows? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I have 80 arrows in my quiver to begin with, so... Jesus. I probably just rubber stamped that during character creation. <laughs> you certainly did. That sounds fine. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the opportunity to examine the little the little mossy thing now that I'm I'm pretty certain that it's dead. You mean the pile of goo? Nature or investigation? I think they're both intelligence. Investigation minus one, nature minus one, yeah, okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. It's hard to tell because it's now basically goo, but from what you can tell Mm -hmm. it seems this seems to be the most organic of the things you guys ran across like a lot of them seemed like um slapdash kind of like someone made this wood walk around this seems to be like almost animalistic like it's it bled when you stomped on it and like it's slurry now but maybe there were organs yeah mm. yeah I'm, I'm calling it the moss heart if that gives you any idea of kind of what you're dealing with mm -hmm. so it's, it very much seemed like a pulsing heart made of plant material which scuttled like a spider. Right. So uh, the takeaway with your 13 investigation is surprisingly organic, su surprisingly bestial for a plant monster. Right, right. Going to quickly return my attention to the door. Mm-hmm. I'm going to now kind of like looking behind me. Mm-hmm. Again, sort of like waggle my hand through the doorway. Mm-hmm. What's it like over there? Is the weather nice? It's It's hard to tell. Like you stick your hand through and like nothing happens to it. Right. So I don't I don't feel weird. Yeah, you don't feel weird. If anything, you feel like a strange lack more than anything. Like you don't feel it doesn't feel hot. It doesn't feel cold. Mm -hmm. You don't feel any breeze on it. You don't feel yep. any humidity, condensation. It's just like this really like just dry feeling. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop up the moss heart. Mm-hmm. And sort of like start making my way back to the group. At a, at a at a pretty at a pretty quick pace because I don't know 
if if they're okay. My my character has no idea what's going on, so. Correct. So you got you run out of the cave to the scene of you know the gnome encampment in disarray and your friends a little bit further down the path, all huddled around, shaken but alive. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out to them. Mm-hmm. Hey guys. Vinny's gonna go to drop as fast as she can and give him a big hug. I found some weird stuff. <laughs> you did it! Vinny pulls away, slightly gooey, from hugging a guy carrying a smashed heart plant spider. That's okay, I can live with it. Mm-hmm. We fought an army of swamp things. There's no swamp. <laughs> drop, drop very, like, very purposefully, just kind of, like, holds the thing up, holds the moss heart up into, like, everybody's faces. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you recognize this? Has anybody seen one of these before? This thing is weird. It stabbed me. Can, can I do possibly Arcana to infer if there's any magic related to what's going on with this thing? Hell yeah. All right, you got it. 18 for me? With an 18, Elias looks at the thing and drops hands, and he has no idea if it's magic or not, but he has definitely seen it before. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> Violet rolled a two. And since it's negative two, it's really a zero. It's a zero. She licks it and it tastes fucking awful. All right. That sounds about right. (laughs) Her eyes tear up. Drop clarifies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It used to move and also um, was more solid. Uh, With Elias's 18, I was was actually not finished. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh. Oh. Yeah. Not only was it moving when Drop saw it, it was moving the last time Elias saw it, which is when he looked inside the chest wound of one Dr. Sherry, Noel M.D., and saw something squirming inside. Oh. 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 Oh, that's what this thing does. theme song, Thunderstruck, an arrangement of Windmill Hut from The Legend of Zelda, and Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town from Pokemon. Executive producers for the month of August 2016 are Joseph Tombrello, Kirsten Haslinger, Ingmar Gremmen, Jade, The Cult of Gorfanax, Extellaris, King Waza, Allison Ansel, Luke Powers, Tarka, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Neil, Trenton, Melanie Joe. Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Silken Guns, Matthew Weber, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Melissa Booker, Keith Snyder, Cameron Abbas, Ariel Badger Release, Zenith Will Rule, Exley, Gary Zayon, Dash on the Rage Monster, Carl, Harrison Andrew, Paul Mullen, Jorit, Viger Arnston, Anna Stolfar, Dylan, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, Mirren Bati, and Taylor Hoyt. 
You can support the show directly by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash austinorski. You can support Leon by going to patreon.com slash renegadecut or subscribing to his YouTube channel. And you can support Lauren directly by visiting her Etsy shop, to which you can find a link in her Twitter profile. If you want to help indirectly, you could always like, comment, subscribe, or review us wherever you found the show, or just tell a friend.